This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Kia ora everyone, my name is Arina and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch and Free FM in Hamilton. Hello from Dunedin and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, Hello from New Zealand. So, the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. In this episode, it's a very special episode because I have uh, Tiffany Tam, my best, 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 best friend. Uh, she's from Hong Kong, and unfortunately, she's leaving New Zealand very soon, which is why I really want her on the Arenality so that we can have, like, Something to remember by when she leaves. Kira Tiffany. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is not weird at all. We're just talking as if we're at our sleepovers and having yep. our Korean food. Trying to so. act normal. <laughs> How are you today? I'm feeling good. Nervous though. <laughs> Why? I keep saying this to everyone on my show. Like you're only talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, we're friends. Yeah, gonna be treating myself like that one. <laughs> um, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yep. Hello, Dagaho. My name is Tiffany, and I'm uh, from Hong Kong. So I came here to study. Um, unfortunately, I'm heading back home. Hopefully, can continue and finish my study soon. Well, when are you leaving again? I, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, uh, by the end of August. Okay. Yes, very soon. So. And that's non-negotiable? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about the most important question, the biggest question that I have for you. Yes. What is it like being Irina's best friend? Yeah, I, I get to see a lot of different side of Irina, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Uh, probably not the Irina that out there other people can see. <laughs> that is horrible. Not like she, she pretending anything, but like, I think I get to see the real Irina, like the, the cutest Irina, I would say. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. So not like fake arena. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't use the word fake because I don't think you are trying to be someone else in public or like in a professional way. You're trying to be professional. But from my point of view, I see you as a really cute friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm cute. Good, good to know that. Thank you for sharing that on our show. Okay, so this podcast is Tiffany's story. So let's talk about you. Let's recall our friendship. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> I met you when it was the Christchurch attack period. And I I was living alone that time. So I moved in with Sarah. Mm -hmm. And Sarah was your flatmate. So yeah. that's when I know you as like Sarah's flatmate. Yeah. And I think we got along because you studied psychology as well. And like mm -hmm. we had classes together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we realized we were into K-pop that time. 
Not yet. Yeah, that yeah. was something we found out later. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I think we actually spent quite a long time to actually get to know each other and become closer. I think I, because yeah. both of us are introverts, so it's very yeah. hard to like solely like connect. Yeah, yeah, like solely peel the layers, yeah. right? Oh. One of the special moments was I asked you to accompany me to Stardust Bar because it would it would have oh, been yeah. my, <laughs> it would have been my first time to Stardust Bar and I was quite scared um, <laughs> to go. I asked for your number and your contact names and you oh. you were a little tipsy so you wrote Tifei Ta yeah. and it was <laughs> like uh. it was the wrong number, you know. No, I keep like guys. I keep saying that I'm not drunk yet, <laughs> not even tipsy. <laughs> but like, it's it's so dark there. It was That's a, why I'm typing wrong. It's not about the darkness. I was using a phone. <laughs> the name anyway, was wrong. The number was, was wrong. So I felt like, oh, okay. There's no way I can contact this person ever again. <laughs> but here we are. We made yeah. our friendship work, even though um, I still keep her name as Tifeta because it's funny. <laughs> okay, that is our friendship. Tell us about how you feel that you're leaving New Zealand soon. It is a really weird feeling because it, it doesn't feel uh, real yet because mm. I uh, because of lockdown and uh, the pandemic situation, I've been back, uh, been back home for a while. So uh, it feels so unreal that I'm going back home and not coming back in a while. So, yeah, but I do miss my family and friends. Yeah, mm. all that. Yeah, yeah. I think because you couldn't imagine what Hong Kong is like now because mm. it's no longer the same as when you left. Yeah, because that was before pandemic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when I uh, came back to New Zealand, I'll say. Um, it's the starting of the pandemic, so it's not that bad yet. Mm. So, uh, kind of has. Um, it didn't expect it to be that worse. Yeah. Mm. And you came back in March twenty twenty or February twenty twenty. February. Yeah. Yeah. So just before. Yeah. Ah, what are you gonna miss most in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> This is a trick question. Yeah, she <laughs> asks me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> of course, Irina. Yeah, like the most thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, she's not threatening me. Yeah, Irina. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we made a promise for our friendship that the first, mm-hmm. well, my first time to go to Seoul would be with her. Yeah. Because we both studied Korean uh, together and um, we watch K dramas and K pop music. So. Yes, so I will see you in Seoul in yeah. a couple of years. I don't know when yeah. that is. Work hard, let's practice. <laughs> yes, and let's save money. Yeah, actually, have a bank account <laughs> where we have actual money to go yeah. overseas. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about being a Hong Kong person. Mm-hmm. I would say it is a really interesting experience because uh, as a Hong Kong people, we don't really have. I've worked for that, but yeah. we're exposed to uh, like both Chinese culture and Western culture. We do have a colonized history, so it's quite interesting. We have like 
both like fusion kind of background. Yeah,、mm, that's very special. That it's part of that history,、mm. right? And what what other kinds of evidence that you can see because of the fusion? Um. So we. Uh, since we live in Hong Kong, so um, we do expose to, uh, Chinese culture. So, but like from my、uh, our parents, our like, um, like older families. So we do have uh, like Chinese New Year that kind of uh events.、Mm-hmm. At the same time, we also celebrate, uh, Christmas.、Mm-hmm. Those kind of like, Western, uh, festival. So. Uh, this is one of the example that we have、um, that kind of fusion. So、mm, yeah. more holidays, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <Yeah> . Oh, that's exciting! Yeah. So you grew up in Hong Kong,、mm-hmm. and then you moved to Australia, if I could remember. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Uh, so after I graduated from <coughs> high school, so、uh, I went to Australia to study psychology. Yeah, for around three, four years. Yeah.、Mm. And what was the area of psychology you were interested in? Just in general psychology. I haven't discovered like、uh, the speciality、mm. of psychology yet.、Mm. Yeah. By that time, yeah. But what was the Best thing about learning psychology in Australia, because I remember you told me that you did a lot of work with kids. Ah,、uh, yeah. I find that、um, it's quite different、uh, from comparing、uh, Australia and New Zealand, because、um, I would say、um, New Zealand or like Otago, it feels like more academic. Because we do a lot of、um, proposals and a lot of research, kind of、um, internal assessment.、Mm. Uh, but in we also did that in Australia. But I do also have、uh, placement,、mm. which、uh, we have.、Uh, they have a、uh, different areas of placement. But by that time, I was、um, doing a. Volunteer for a special school, so I get to know and、uh, work with a lot of、um, autism kids by that time. Yeah,、mm, yeah that's really interesting, right?、Mm. Spending time with those kids. Yeah, yeah. A lot of memorable moments, and like for me, it is a really precious experience. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you still think of them? Yeah, a lot.、Mm. <laughs> yeah, that must be really special and. I kind of wish I had that, like those kinds of like placements, volunteer placements,、mm-hmm. um, while we were doing our degree. But fortunately, we didn't have that. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you are passionate about learning about like mental health、yeah. and、uh, issues like that. And I think one of the reasons why. We clicked as well、yeah. because I was passionate about that as well.、Yeah. But can you tell us like your story, how and why the idea and conversations about mental health like make you feel? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I say kind of because my background. Uh, 
the mixture of like Western and the Eastern culture. So um, from a Chinese culture, we don't talk about a lot mental health issue. It's not like it's forbidden, but uh, people don't usually bring it up. Although we do have uh, Westernized culture, but still we don't really talk about it. But as I grew up, I found that um, actually a lot of people are facing mental health issues and it is really important. And if we ignore that part, we it can like really affect like a person's development. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like when you said that a lot of people have these issues we just don't realize, right? And this is like sidetracking, but we watched a really good K-drama the other day during <laughs> yeah. our sleepover. Yeah. Um, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And in that uh, show, we, we did talk about this. Mm. Like, you can actually see how, you know, how these people are being portrayed as the mm. main characters. Yeah, Like, you can really see how they live their life mm. differently and also the same way as other people. And that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, that one's really nice. And I feel like um, another thing that I, why I'm so passionate about mental health issues is because um, I do find that people need to learn more about how to nah, not just uh, mental health issue itself, but also people with uh, mental health issue because sometimes people, I mean the traditional way or like the old-fashioned way people think that, oh, you're... You're crazy. You're a lunatic. I I have got that before, and it could be really damaged mm-hmm. and really hurtful. So hopefully, I can contribute in that way, yeah. so I can help people know how to treat others. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean like how society can treat people with? mental illnesses and mental mm. disorders as normal because it's, you know... It is normal. It is normal for people yeah. to have... Uh, it's like the way we get sick health-wise, we get flu, that is, yeah. you know, that is normal for people to get sick mentally and it's treatable, sometimes it's not, but, you know, at least we try and make them feel comfortable to be themselves. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people... Don't know because they're living with it, but they don't know how. Hmm. It is a really important thing to let people know how to live with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, now we know why you're passionate about mental health. Um, yeah, and I wish you luck in the next couple of years of your life <laughs> in Hong Kong when I'm not there without Irene. <laughs> <laughs> when I can't just like, hey, are you craving for... Sleepover. Sleepover, <laughs> like, uh, you know, Junies or... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It will be a very... We can have virtual sleepover. We should. Yeah, yeah. Promise. Pinky promise. Okay. Um, listeners, we are doing a pinky <laughs> promise right now and you guys are all our yeah. um, witnesses. witnesses. <laughs> yeah, we can't see it, but it's happening. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about self-care because mm. I know that you are learning about self-care. Yeah. And I feel like I <clears throat> taught you stuff about self-care as well. Yeah, a lot. Huh. Yeah, because I, I would say I 
don't really know the idea of self care before I know Irina. <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I kind of know like well being or like mental health issue stuff, but I guess in my experience, I barely have the idea of self care. So when I get to know more about Irina. <laughs> So um, I get to know more about how she does for herself as like self care. Yeah, I'm interested to know what kinds of things that you observe about Arena's self care routine, like how she really likes herself, and because I know she is that that kind of people that she like to work so hard, like all the time. Like every time I look at her schedule, it's like full of everything. <laughs> Like you barely see an, any empty slot, and like every time we trying to ask her out, we'd be like, "Oh, when when are you available? What can you give us as a time slot so that we can hang out?" No way! I make time for my friends. Yeah, <laughs> but still. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's really impressive uh, seeing her how she took care of herself. Uh, along with her like busy schedules, yeah. And what were the things that inspired you specifically? Like, I think the most thing that really inspired me the most is how to s- say no. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, re- like how to rejecting people because, like, we all the time feel guilty for rejecting people, and. She inspired me that it's not your fault to take a step back or like take your time to do something. Yeah, yeah, it's always putting yourself first. Yeah, yeah. and it nothing to be guilty with. Yeah, like exactly. taking care of yourself. Yeah, I think it's also because I guess sometimes we feel guilty because we become someone's burden. But I feel like. If you can take good care of yourself, you can be less burden to others. Mm. So, it it also a good way to yeah. think about it. Yeah. Yes, because if you're not your hundred <clears throat> percent best self, <clears throat> how are you supposed to present that to other people? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for sharing. And let's talk about your well-being <clears throat> practice because I know you're into gaming, but yeah. we've never talked about it. Yeah, because I because I uh, something I couldn't relate. Like yeah, I guess that's why. Yeah, I so don't really mention that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So now, tell us <laughs> about gaming for your mm-hmm. self-care and well-being. How do you do that? Yeah, I do play play a lot of games like on PC on my phone yeah like, I think I play more back in the days but like uh, recently I play I play more games on my phone and I uh, do born over games with a lot of friends so sometimes if I just need to relax I just okay open my phone turn on some games yeah yeah so it's just put my mind into another thing. Mm, yeah. So it refocuses your thoughts yeah. to something else. Do you find that it's a way to social as well because you do that with your other friends? Yeah, I say that. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes um besides of gaming, so I 
me and my friends do talk about the game or like other games. Yeah, so we do have another like society according to that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know, like my brother's a gamer, but mm. I, I've never been into his world. So <laughs> it's interesting to see how like other gamers have mm. their own worlds and yeah. like yeah. And what's your favorite part of gaming that you think? Um, I think is uh, the part that breaking other people's stereotype. Because mm. a lot of people think that girls don't like gaming. Ooh. Yeah, and like uh, girls play really bad. I mean, I play really bad, but. I think a lot of girls like play, like really, really well. Ah. Yeah. Oh, I like this because it's on yeah. like, um, you know, we like talking <laughs> about women empowerment, yeah, 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 yeah. and you're talking about like gaming through yeah. women. Yeah. Um, what kinds of stereotypes have have you experienced being a gamer? So like, uh, when I first met some people, like when I talk about gaming or like because um. Some new games coming up, and we talk about it, and people be really surprised mm. that I like certain games. Like, because I like horror movie, I like horror games as well. Mm. So people are like, "Oh, you re- you like that one? Like, really? <laughs> Those kinds of girls? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not scared of that? Like, no. Those are interesting. Those are amazing. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with your gender. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sometimes like you feel a mixed feeling when people react like that. Yeah, I, I think it stops you from um sharing more. Yeah. Because you're afraid of well, what else they're gonna think of me. Yeah. But mm. another uh but on the other hand be like, Yeah, I'm the special kind like and not the girl that you're thinking that kind of feeling. It always feels good to uh, break other people's stereotypes, right? Yeah. 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 So also like telling others like not only guys like gaming. And I think there's a lot of female player out there. So yeah, don't think gaming is just a guy thing or like a boy thing. Yeah. yeah. And like don't be so shocked when you see a girl yeah. gamer. Like oh, a girl oh, really? game? Like, yeah. No yeah. way! Because <laughs> it's yeah. normal; they exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that. Um, so, before we wrap up this interview, do you have any last words to share? <laughs> um, this isn't like last words before you leave, but like this is probably the last time we'll be yeah. speaking while it's being recorded. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna miss you, Marina. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll be so depressed, like probably for like five months. I don't know. I, I won't promise. Oh, well, I was thinking a month, like five months. <laughs> I think one of the biggest losses, like I would feel, is if I go to Korean class. Mm. Like I won't have that cheerleader beside me saying, "Go, Marina, go, go, yeah, you got it right, clap, clap." I won't have that anymore. But I'll try to be that that own cheerleader for myself. Now yeah. that I don't have you, should I record? 
record another yeah. tape for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should uh, record like Tiffany reactions. Like Tiffany reacts to like, like in a photo like. Tiffany hype, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, hype voices. Yes, yes. Oh, well, let's do that. So I, I won't feel like you're like actually gone. <laughs> um, another sad thing is that I won't be with you to send you to the airport because oh, yeah. I am <clears throat> going to. Um, I'll be going to the airport as well mm. since I'm going to Wellington and you're going off to Auckland, and that makes me really, really, really sad. <laughs> um, but it's fine. We will spend like whatever we have left like two three weeks yeah yes and one of that is going to the blackpink movie yay (laughs) blackpink movie (laughs) okay um okay tiffany thank you so much for Mm. being here and what if someone wants to get in touch with you do you have like anything to share social media wise uh probably instagram or like facebook Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what's your name (laughs) Um, it's it's Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. So my like, Instagram, yeah, like it's I T S like underscore and Tiff. Yeah, T I F F. Yep. Yes. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you. Right. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. And that is the end of our episode of The Arenality today. I hope you learn a lot about my friendship with Tiffany and also a lot about like Tiffany being a Hong Kong person and her passion for mental health and breaking stereotypes about women and gaming. So if anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at aizal, sorry, at arena aizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.